Hello, my friends. This is the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. And that's Not Just Blowing Smoke. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Padron, and I'm here with Paul, Nick, and Dave, and we have Kendra here from the 724 Lounge, and she's here to introduce the drink that we are going to have with our cigar. Oh, yeah. What might that be? Hey, everybody. Tonight, I brought you some 1792 Sweet Wheat Bourbon. Sweet Wheat. Sweet Wheat. Nice. Um, this is one of our fabulous bartender Lisa's favorite bourbons. Lisa is a bourbon girl, for sure. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, um, she is. Lisa and I traveled around New Hampshire to get as many bottles as we could. This is a hard-to-get um, bourbon, for sure. It's a great price point, mm. but... It comes in, mm-hmm. you got to scoop it up because it will be a while till it comes back on the shelf. That sounds like a real fun drive. Well, we, we didn't go too far. I mean, Lisa lives on the seacoast. I live here in the city, so, you know, we just, we got what we could. How many how many stores did you stop at? Um, I think it was three in total. Oh, that's not, not yeah, bad. Yeah, it's not bad. That's not bad. The, the hunt may not be over. I might go again. Did you stop <laughs> off the one in Nashua? No, I don't go Good, so there's a chance I might be able to find a bottle? Yeah, oh yeah, you should, you should. You can have an extra one for us, too. I will do that. Mm. All right. Oh, so there's... So, very good. wonderful <laughs> caramel in the front, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, a nice spice finish. Mm. Very smooth and sweet. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Love it. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's one of those bottles that fly. I mean, not only is it delicious, but again, with that great price point, I mean, mm-hmm. it's hard to go wrong with it here it's a for a shot it's 1050 i mean that's you can't beat it no 1050 1050 maybe we need to raise the price 1150 1250 we'll see what happens with that well we are pairing this with a very very special cigar this this is the Oscar Superfly Super Corona. Mm. Yes. We know, we know that we did the Oscar Superfly Toro, the Super Toro, uh, a few months back. But this is the Corona size, and let me tell you, this is one amazing stick. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It is a Mexican San Andreas wrapper around a... Um, uh, Honduran binder, and then there's Honduran, Nicaraguan, and Dominican tobacco in the filler. And it is a sweet, tasty stick. Paul, what are you picking up? Oh, that, uh, thank you, Dave. Hmm. Uh, right off the bat, you're getting that sweet, spicy, beautiful smoke. It's just, it's just phenomenal. And it, it does pick up a little more intensity than the Toro, mm-hmm. but it is just absolutely a wonderful, wonderful cigar. Um, Nick, what do you find in the cigar? <laughs> Don't unscrew your mic. I'm trying not to. I was just turning it 
Yeah, you're just so it can come back to me. I, I like to play with my mic once in a while. Tobacco notes. Like I don't know why. You opened yourself up to that, dude. That's true. That's yeah. very true. So what are you tasting? Um, a lot of spice. <laughs> a lot, a lot of spice. Um, yeah. Is it bringing out? Um, it's bringing out spice because of the bourbon, or I think so. You get a little sweetness that matches in there too with the uh, with the cigar too. Mm. So the the drink is bringing out some of the sweetness in the cigar. It's very nice. We should have got a cigar for Kendra. She's been down here a little a little longer than usual. She's hiding. She's hiding. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not slammed up there. No, so that's oh, it's nice. The, the reason. There you go. Uh, I, I do have to agree, though, that once you take a, a, a sip of the bourbon and you do take a drag of the cigar. Yes. Oh, sorry. A drawer of the cigar. This isn't a cigarette, Paul. No, it is not. Mm. It You absolutely get more spice. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. 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 Mm-hmm. Dave, what Excellent. are you picking up there? I get a lot of spice. <laughs> what kind of spice, Dave? <laughs> it's a bit spicy. It's a bit spicy. <laughs> Um, no, after I took the drink, um, you're definitely getting a lot more spice on it. Um, it's really smooth. Like we said a thousand times, very spicy. Um, I just love this cigar. I could smoke it all day. Mm. It's beautiful. Well, we have a very special episode for you guys tonight. We are sharing with you what we think here at Twins were the best newcomer cigars in 2019. 2019. 2019. The best new cigars of 2019. And there were a couple of uh, caveats here that you know we put into place as we were picking cigars that would be considered for this. It had to be a cigar that came out in 2019. So this is not like the best of all time, everybody's favorite cigars. You know, we did that kind of with our top five episode. Yeah. This is specifically the best new cigars that came out in 2019. And uh, the second caveat was it had to be a regular production cigar. Yep. No fancies. Like, for instance, the... um, uh, Aladino Corojo Reserva Number no. Four, uh, which oh, yeah. is an amazing cigar, and maybe even would have made it to the top of my list. Yeah, they only made eight hundred boxes, and then that's it. Yeah, it's a limited so run. It's a limited run thing. So, cigars like that we didn't include yeah. in our top ten. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's uh maybe that's something for a future show that we can do, as far as the cigars that we like the top 10 of the limited release cigars because there's a lot of cigars that are not on this list that are in the limited range yeah taa specials right, mm-hmm. right. you know limited releases that may be something to consider sure there's plenty of options for that yeah absolutely oh, that, plenty would be, of that would be a really good although we've kind of already said what would probably be the top <laughs> the <laughs> yeah, top yeah. cigar you're welcome because if you have not had the uh, Corojo Reserva number mm. four from Aladino. You are missing out. You are missing out. It is a amazing, big, time. amazing cigar. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to count from ten to one on our list of uh, the best newcomer cigars. So these are do cigars. We need, 
The, the, now the line may have been out, but that a particular cigar may have just come out. So maybe a new size, a line extension, that counts. But the cigar could not have existed before 2019. And one of the reasons we're doing this is all of these Cigar of the Year lists that come out, you know, so many of them talk about cigars that have been out forever. Yeah. And, you know... And most of them really are really good cigars. Yeah, that, but we already make, know that. Yeah, we already know that. <laughs> and so, you know, a cigar you know, cigar of the year should be something of that year. It's kind of like when you do the Academy Awards, you don't ever put Gone with the Wind back in the mix. <laughs> it was an amazing movie. That's Maybe true. Maybe in all things considered, Casablanca might be one of the best movies of all time. But you're never going to see it again at the Academy Awards because they're rating the movies that just came out. That's what yeah. it's about. Celebrating what's new. So we're celebrating what's new. Yep. And since most people are not doing that, we here at Twins decided to share our knowledge and our opinions with you. Yes. Oh yeah. For whatever that's worth. You're welcome. <laughs> it may not it may not be much. But hey, take it with a grain of salt, people. <laughs> here we go. So, number 10, the Henry Clay Warhawk. Ooh, the Henry Clay Warhawk. That is probably my favorite cigar from Altidus. Is mm. it? Yeah. Ah. It's my favorite from them. Um, it's got a Ecuadorian Connecticut uh, wrapper, and then Connecticut Broadleaf as binder, and Honduran in the filler. It is a very, very nice cigar. Um, kind of a light medium. Mm. Some spice, some earth. Very, very nice. Mm-hmm. Everybody smoked uh, that one? Uh, absolutely. Yep. I would absolutely agree with that. It's uh, it, it's not a mild cigar by any means. I think the Connecticut Bradley Binder kind of gives it a little bit of a lift. Yeah, it gives it a nice oomph there. Yes, it does. Uh, but still maintains, I'd say, like I say, a light medium to medium uh, experience. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of sweetness. Uh, smoothness from that uh, Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper. Yeah. Very, very good. Very smooth. I like it very, very, very much. Very, very nice. Yeah. Very good. Number nine. The Baca by Craft. That is their Cameroon wrapper cigar. The uh, binder and filler are undisclosed on that. Um... Cameroon is one of these wrappers, or leaves actually, that is, I'm, I'm seeing come out more and more. Usually, you, you, when you think that, you're thinking Fuente, you're thinking the Hemingways or the Don Carlos. Yeah. Um, you know, um, uh, Rocky Patel has a Cameroon LFD. cigar. LFD. LFD, that's has a famous a Cameroon. Cameroon. Yep. Um, and... I was thrilled when I heard Roma Craft was coming out with this, and I thought they did a really great job. Nice. I I, I love that cigar. I really, mm-hmm. really did. I'm not a huge Cameroon cigar smoker. But I remember I, I would, you saying that. I, I would absolutely have to put that as probably one of my favorites in the Cameroon category. Mm-hmm. My only complaint yeah. is that the size I was smoking, the Bantu, which was the first one that we had received in the humidor. That's the 4x52. Yes. Yeah. Um, I had that on my ride home from work. Mm-hmm. Now, my ride home from work is no more than a half hour. 
Yeah. And I had finished that cigar <laughs> before I reached the door. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I was just hammering it a little too hard while I was driving. Sometimes they say if you're smoking a cigar while you're driving, you tend to hammer it a little bit more than you would if you're sitting back relaxing. But right. um, I wish we had a larger size mm. in that. I really do. I, I loved it very, very much. But that was my only complaint that the size of it was just not long enough. <laughs> it just for the drive just wasn't big enough for Paul. I should have bought two. <laughs> well, I had that. I had that same experience. I, t- I have a twenty-minute ride home, and I I do power smoke a lot of my cigars. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I finished in probably fifteen, eighteen minutes. Yeah. I was yeah. just like going through it, but it was a good cigar, and it would be mm-hmm. definitely in my top five of if we're talking cameroon cigars only mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it would definitely be in my top five that could be another thing that we do at some point is talk about our favorite cigars with a particular wrapper yeah you know that might be that'd be interesting you know a country you know that that would be really good yeah well the cameroon I, in my opinion the cameroon doesn't get a lot of love right in a lot of the cigars it gets overlooked a lot of the mm-hmm. times and the Baca, the Don Carlos, you have LFD's Cameroon Cabinet Series, which is incredible. And you've got the the uh, Don Lino Africa that That's Nestor con- Miranda just came out yeah. with. Oh, yeah, that was fantastic. That's a great you guys cigar. Are, you guys are lucky I haven't had that one yet. That has a Cameroon binder. Yeah. And it is really interesting. The the blend that he made brings that Cameroon out. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can t- totally taste it, even though it's not the wrapper. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me... That showed how important you know the binder can be to the to the recipe of a cigar too. You know, you, we a lot of times focus on the wrapper and and how much of the flavor comes from that. And while a lot of it does, the rest of the cigar, you know, means a lot too. It's not just creating intensity mm-hmm. or balance or or burn rate. It right. actually does add to the flavor, and that's a great reminder of that. Uh, let's do number eight. Number eight, we put the Guardian of the Farm Night Watch from Agonorsa Leaf. Oh, yeah. It uses a darker wrapper leaf, specifically a Corojo Maduro from uh, the Jalapa region of Nicaragua. And that has a uh, Corojo binder uh, from Jalapa and a mix of Corojo and Criollo from Esteli and Jalapa. That is a really nice, nice addition to the whole um, uh, Guardian of the Farm series. I, yeah. I love those cigars. I those love everything that Agonosa Leaf makes. There hasn't mm-hmm. been one cigar that I haven't liked from them at all. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah. and I specifically love uh, the the uh, uh, collaboration they did, obviously, with Warp, with the Guardian of the Farm, the Apollo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then mm-hmm. uh, their own line with Casa Fernandez is phenomenal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and But this Night Watch is probably... One of my all-time favorites from them. Pablo Maduro approves. Yeah, yes, I approve of that. It's a delicious <laughs> cigar. Yeah, me- meanful sweetness and spice. It's just awesome. That's great. Nice. Um, what are we picking up here with the uh, cigar that we're smoking? The Oscar Superfly, Super Corona. That it, I'm sorry. Go ahead. And what are we thinking about the pairing? Was what I was oh, going to well, say. The, the, it, it's absolutely the the drink is absolutely bringing out more of the spice. Mm-hmm. The retrohale is outstanding, outstanding. Yeah. I'm getting oh, I'm getting ahead. I'm getting more earthy tones. Mm-hmm. 
the spice has kind of uh, settled um, a little bit, and more of the earthy tones in there coming out. Um, getting maybe a little bit of leather in there too, just a little bit, just a tad bit on the on the palate and the right at the end. Hmm. Let me tell you something. You guys mm-hmm. have to tell me if I'm nuts. You're nuts. The, I think this pairing is great. I when it, when um, you know, it's so sweet and it's got that caramel. Oh, yeah, and that really kind of complements the. It does the, bring out a little bit of the a, cocoa yes. and the, and the, so and the spice. That. When I take a sip of bourbon, and then I draw the cigar, the finish I get is bacon. Whoa! Really? I get bacon. Mm-hmm. Somebody tell me if I'm just you know full of it, but I get bacon. Mm. Damn, I think he's right. Yeah, right at the end. Maybe, maybe a little. Right at the end, I would dare bacon. say some applewood. Applewood bacon. Yeah, well, I don't know. Applewood apple, bacon. Applewood <laughs> bacon. Cherry wood. That's pretty no, specific. Not hickory. <laughs> not plain. It's pretty specific. Applewood bacon. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. oh so you, you're, you're picking I, up what I'm saying. Maybe you'd bit. use a different. Maybe you'd use a different uh, word. But maybe, whatever that. Maybe ap- meaty. Whatever. There's, yeah, there's meaty, beefy, salty. Mama. Uh, there, meaty man. in there. It's yeah. It is. It's something in there. I don't know if I would. If I, I would I, say taste, that. I'm, I'm. I'm totally fine with bacon. The tastes together create something new, and I love that finish. That's nice. The drink is oh, fantastic, though. Yeah, mm. I love that that deep caramel taste mm-hmm. that you get there. It definitely brings out the the sweet cocoa ish note in there with the wrapper. It's really nice. Oh. Very nice. I the finish with this drink is just out of this world. It's really, really good. I can see now why they it's hard to get. Why oh. they went to three stores to get it. It's mm. crazy. Good stuff. Yep. Are you picking anything up that I'm saying or is that not just not make sense to you? No, it it, it makes sense to me. I'm just not picking it up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you get, Paul? What do your Fine Maduro I, I, taste buds I, tell you. I'm just picking up the earth and the spice. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm not picking up any uh, bacon. Well, I was going to say uh, meaty uh, or. But with I, the with with umami. the drink in your mouth, yeah. you don't you don't get that. Not right. No, N- nothing at all. Do you no. get any no. of the the? So the drink for me brings out a little more of maybe a cocoa note mm-hmm. in there. Do you get that, Paul? A little oh, bit yes, of a cocoa I, note? Yes, I do. Because yes, I, I, I feel that, that right on the, the last bit, when you exhale the smoke, you get a little bit of that cocoa note, which is really nice. Yeah, the sweetness in the drink totally brings it That's up. what it yeah. is. And then the spice That's from the drink, no. it totally complements the yes. spice of the cigar. Yeah. <clears throat> it's it's yeah, I take it back. It's Maplewood bacon. Maplewood. Because oh, it's, it's that. Okay, it's, I'm, I'm I've just picked up a little bit of a smoky yeah. mesquite. Yeah, that's Maplewood. It's maple not, well, wood. no, yeah, yeah, but I'm not picking up bacon, though. It's like I'm a, getting, maybe, it's I'm, a, maybe it's. I, don't want, I do not want to use the word barbecue. Please. Ma- <laughs> not with this cigar. <laughs> Has it got, does it have a bite? Does no, it, have, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> have a little sharpness, Dave. A little campfire, perhaps. <laughs> a, little, a little campfire and some smoke. Some smoke. Oh my goodness! Come on, old man, spit it out. <laughs> let's 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 do number seven. Seven. Number seven, the Room One Hundred One Farce Maduro. 
which is a Mexican San Andreas wrapper over an Ecuadorian Sumatra binder and Connecticut broadleaf, Pennsylvania broadleaf, and Nicaraguan fillers. Mm. That was a surprise hit cigar big to time. me. I was just going to say that 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 probably surprised all of us. Mm. Oh yeah. yeah, how good yeah. that cigar yeah. was. You know, and and, and, and I used the word was because we sold out of it. Yeah, quickly and props quickly. and props to Nick because without him, probably none of us would have smoked it. Well, I was, that's I was, true. Yeah, I know. that's true. <laughs> well, I was I was interested in it and it looked. You know, I read the the binder wrapper filler and I was like, oh, okay. Well, some really good tobaccos in there. Let's see how this goes. And some really good tobacco notes. Yeah, some really <laughs> good tobacco <laughs> notes. And I'm no stranger to smoking everything across the board, whether it's a Connecticut, San Andreas, yeah. uh, Cameroon, everything in. When I started, when I lit it up, I had that really intense spice hit me right in the face, and I'm like, okay, well, this, they've gone back to the drawing board, and they said, mm. we need to do something different. And I've had Room 101 in the past, and I wasn't pleased with their cigars, but this one is a new age. It's like NASA making a new rocket ship or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's completely different from, you know, what they used to do, and... I was extremely pleased. Yeah. And immediately I was like, Danny, you got to have this. Yeah. This is great. So yeah. I bought him one. I was like, this, you got to have it. And I smoked it because he bought it for me. And I'm really glad you did, man. That yeah. was an uh, yep. and one of Likewise. the strongest cigars I'd had yes. in yeah. years. Yeah. Mm. It's amazing. Right off the bat, when you take that first draw, it just... Wow. Mm-hmm. And it's a Maduro. Yes. Yeah. It's not a Corojo or any other type of natural wrapper. That is a Maduro. And usually yeah. they kind of tone down the right. intensity level. Yeah. That intense spice was right there. And it doesn't, and the, and the crazy, and the wonderful thing I love about the cigar, it doesn't let up. No. It's, it's one, it's zero to a hundred real quick. As soon as you light it until you, until you got to nub it or put it in your, your pipe or yep. put it on a toothpick or something. And it's just, a good cigar throughout and i'll tell you something too um i don't often feel the nick hit on cigars yeah i felt it big time with that one yeah i was i was a very happy mellow person (laughs) by the time i got you know halfway through that cigar and by the time i finished it um you know I, I would have said yes to just about anything. <laughs> it was just very, very... You Can know. we give him a round of applause for making Room 101 so yeah. great? Yeah. 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 All right. All right. Awesome. Thank that you. That was Thank great. You. Very good cigar. And to you too, Nick. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Appreciate yep. it. Awesome. Now, number six. The Illusione Epernay. 10th anniversary Dosta. Like the regular Epernay line, it's a Nicaraguan Puro, um, and it's not exactly the same blend as the regular Epernay, but man, that cigar was really, really good. Super smooth, really nice, medium bodied. Yeah. um, Just the right amount of spice to go along with that. Creamy dreamy wonderful wonderful cigar and in talking to dion when we had him on a few months back mm-hmm. um that is the kind of cigar that he really loves to smoke is yeah. that light medium to medium body um you know the epernays um and i can only imagine because i've had epernays that have been aged for five or more years and they just absolutely 
get better and better. They become a little sweeter, yep. smoother. I, I, I would love to be able to put one of those <laughs> stash in my humidor for five for, years. For five years, I, ten years. The problem is it wouldn't the way last. I smoke, there's yeah. no way that would <laughs> ever no happen. <laughs> but I, I can only imagine how that would be five years from now. The only um, way yeah. we'd be able to do that is if we gave a box to... Um, LFD Steve. Yeah, and, I know. And, uh, Steve Poirier, and just told him to keep it in his little, you know, his, box his, for us. Oh, and don't yeah. forget about us five years from now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, make sure that we have numbers, emails. Yeah. You know, be like, we'll be calling upon you in five years. <laughs> make sure you have that box there. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, what a good cigar! Mm-hmm. Yes, number five. <laughs> The Aroa Yamastron. Yamastron. Mm, that is a Honduran Puro, and it's named after the Yamastron Valley, uh, the most famous growing region in Honduras. Um, Christian Aroa makes awesome cigars, mm-hmm. and they have the um, added uh, benefit of being able to have total control over things because they own the fields, mm-hmm. they, they own the whole process from start to finish. And another thing that's really great about them is they don't sell their tobacco to other people. Mm-hmm. So the only way you get that is to smoke their cigars. Yeah. So it's a very unique experience that they create. Mm-hmm. And that um, Yamastron is just incredible. Yep. Spicy, smooth. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the pepper the the intensity level picks up you know somewhere around the third to half mark it's just oh unbelievable full body cigar mm. Mm. that's awesome yummy is anyone picking up anything different or new with the superfly I just love the pairing mm-hmm. the uh, it goes so well the drink is so sweet. And then you get a lot of the sweetness from the cigar from it. Right. And I'm totally loving that but maple it, bacon finish. <laughs> but it really, it really uh, does bring out sweetness in the cigar that I don't think you would appreciate without the drink. Mm. Yes. Nope. nope. Yeah, You're absolutely right. Because this, this cigar, uh, outside of the drink, is very earthy, a very uh, dark cocoa, unsweetened kind of a cocoa yep. taste, a healthy amount of pepper yes. in the retro. Oh yeah, um, oh. it is a strong, strong cigar. Uh, you know, I I remember when we were smoking this uh, the Toro size, that um, this was uh, Oscar Valadera's attempt at a full-bodied cigar, and it. we had we had um, smoked smoking the Toro. It kind of thought medium plus ish. It was strong, but not what we would call. A full-bodied cigar to our palates. Right. This is a full-bodied cigar. Oh yeah, and, it, and it's full-bodied from the start. Yeah. It took a while for the Toro size to really catch on. Like, yeah. I, I remember it went from medium to medium plus. plus to medium full to full to me, medium full to full, but it never really got past that. Yeah. This has been full-bodied right from the start. Yeah. Yep. So I think this is really my favorite size of of that whole series. Oh yeah. Number four. The Roma Craft Intemperance Whiskey Rebellion. Mm. Now, this cigar had been out, but it had not been uh, a cigar that could be national up until this year. 
and so that's uh, why it makes the list. Uh, Roma Craft has the um, prestige of being on our list twice. Yep. And uh, they deserve it. I have to admit, I'm very fond of Roma Craft. Yeah, yeah, you are. Hashtag aroma therapy. Yes. I've created hashtags for them and everything. Um, <laughs> it is an Ecuadorian Habano Lajero wrapper over an Indonesian binder, and the fillers are from the Dominican Republic in Nicaragua. And that is a spice bomb. Yes. Yeah. A spice bomb of a cigar. And really, really good. I was really hesitant to try it because really? you know when you when you make a cigar for a particular shop or whatever, and you know, so it's a it's kind of like a store special store brand kind of a thing. You think it's well, it's going to be Romacraft. It's going to be good, but is it going to be really something that you could bring national and have it be a huge hit? Man, it was awesome. It blew me away. I love every size that I've tried so far of that. Um, they make a number of sizes. We have three of them here in the store. And uh, unbelievable, unbelievable cigar. Sure. Anybody else want to add to that description? Well, they are the, the Jefferson, the Hamilton. And, and, uh, and the Bradford. And the Bradford. Are the okay. ones that we carry, yeah. yeah. Wonderful, it's, wonderful. It's spectacular. It is a good smoke, man. Yeah. I've, gotten, I've gotten I've uh, gotten many a regular turned on to the Whiskey Rebellion in, in the Hookset store. Yeah, we have that too, and specifically the. It's funny because I like the Jefferson and the Hamilton best. What size is that? Those are the the four by fifty two and the four by uh, forty. Okay. Okay. The Bradford, which is the five and a half by fifty six, that seems to be the big hit. Yeah. We've got a certain number. Of, I can't remember how many boxes we got. We got the same number of boxes of each size. Mm-hmm. And we have sold through the Bradford, the big, yeah. the biggest size. People are really digging that cigar. Yep. They're getting totally hooked on it. And I'm really happy about it. Because yeah. that's just awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, number three. The Mikrita Tricky Traka by Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. Steve Saka made the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go Steve. Unbelievable. Um, that is a um, number one dark Corona Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, Nicaraguan binder, and Nicaraguan and Dominican Lajero fillers. Ooh. It is a souped up, tricked up, me Carita. Yes. It is not, it's those same tastes that you get from a Me Carita, but it's all ramped up. Yeah, it is. With just a little bit more spice because of that Lajero that's in there. I just think that that cigar is dreamy. Yeah, yeah it is. So good. It's very, very good. I, I can't decide either whether I like the um, 648 or the Robusto better. I, I, I can't. The 552, I think he calls it. Um, any of you have a favorite between uh, the two of those? The 648's my favorite. The 648's yours? Yes, yes. Um, pr- 
probably be the. I think it's the the five five six that they that it's called the robusto. Is it a five five six? I think it's a. I think it's called a five five six. We're going to have to do a fact check. Bad. Fact check. It is the five I, five two. I guess it's wishful thinking on my part. You um, just want everything to be bigger. It would be nice. You <laughs> That's know what, what she I mean? said. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> but exactly. I'd love. As good as those cigars are, I'd love to have it in um, a Grand Buffalo size. Grand Buffalo. Oh, my God. The Grand Buffalo Tricky Trucker. If he makes that, I'll buy every box that comes through here, Twins. I would. I I absolutely would. Because I love the Mikadi, the Grand Buffalo. And you smoke it in 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Or less. It's not that big of a cigar. Wow. It's not that so big. says the double digger master. Well, we have enough customers in this store that love the larger ring sizes. <coughs> yeah. Which is why I think the Bradford sells out a mm-hmm. lot. Oh, yeah. Um, and the bigger ring gauges and other lines sell out quicker. I would absolutely agree with you that if we did bring in a larger ring size, that would absolutely probably be that would, the fastest seller mm-hmm. in the trick That would line. fly. Yep. We do, like you Super said, fly. Paul. It, it, oh, yeah. Well, like you said, Paul, we've got a lot of guys that come in and do the 80 ring gauge for asylums yeah. they clear out boxes we have a gentleman that comes in and does the 770s like nobody's business yep and we just got a lot of guys that come in and buy those big sizes if mm. that was on the shelf in a grand buffalo size forget it i i agree it would it would sell big time yeah it would sell big time number two 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 The 724, 1874, Ooh. specifically the Toro size is what we're talking about. Yes. 1874 has been out uh, for a number of years. The Toro size came out this year. The blend was tweaked a little bit. And uh, let me tell you, that tweaking made all the difference in the world. Oh. The 1874 was a fine cigar before. But now, it is amazing. Glorious. It is one of my favorite new cigars. Um, Nicaraguan Habano wrapper, Indonesian binder, and Nicaraguan and Honduran fillers. Just a little bit of Honduran. It's an awesome medium-bodied cigar. Lots of cedar notes. A little bit of spice. Smooth, creamy, but medium-bodied. It's not a not a light cigar no uh solid medium yep uh wonderful wonderful cigar if you Mm. have a chance to smoke one of those you will not be disappointed and if you have smoke it again that's one of the few cigars that i literally could not put down Mm -hmm. i mean when we when we had uh was that when we had had bow on that that time and we that was the first time we were smoking it Uh, i had just been released and uh that was an unbelievable like you said dan the cedar Wood notes were there. Yes. The, the spice and a little bit of pepper. It was just phenomenal. Well balanced, well blended. Uh, it just, like I said, it just could not put it down. It yeah. was so delicious. Give Kurt a round of applause for Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Kurt, you did good. You did good, my friend. And mm. now, what you have all been waiting for the number one cigar of 2019. The Oscar Valadares Superfly. 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 
It holds the crown. You should have seen that coming. <clears throat> if you didn't, uh, you have not been paying attention to this show. <laughs> it is a Mexican San Andreas wrapper over a Honduran binder and then uh, Honduran, yeah. Nicaraguan, and Dominican tobaccos in the filler. It's the first time that Dominican tobacco was used in any of Veladera's blends. Um, we smoked the Toro on the show a few months ago. This is the uh, Super Corona, and this is my favorite size yeah. of, of that. I've had all three, the, the Super Gordo and uh, uh, the Super Toro, and, and obviously we're having the Super Corona. They're all really good. Mm. Yes. But they get progressively better the smaller it gets. Mm. And this Super Corona is Super Fly Super. It is a firecracker. Mm. Just lots of nice, dark, earthy, chocolatey notes. That that Dominican brings that pepper, you know, and it's just sweet. Mm. And this pairing is just one of the most amazing pairings I think I've had on the show. As yeah. far as how it's bringing out the flavors of the cigar, it's just, you know, perfect example of, you know, how important pairings can be yeah you know this is just a this is a pairing made in heaven this is awesome yeah but what a great cigar absolutely fantastic dave you get that fantastic <laughs> outstanding outstanding yep absolutely um so there you have it that is our top 10 list of the best new cigars from 2019 and that, my friends, is not just blowing smoke. All right, my friends, we are back for round two, part two of not just blowing smoke and for the second half of the show we are doing a pipe tobacco we're going to be reviewing mad fiddler flake by cornell and deal and being paired with this is a very unique cocktail something i never would have ever thought to do in my entire life never potion master what have you wrought all right, guys, let's get pollinated. Pollinated. Right. Pollinated. Sweaters and boots. Sweaters and boots. My time of year. Uh-huh. All right, so um, if anyone is familiar with the classic cocktail called the Bee's Knees, mm. so what we have here is um, we have Bar Hill Gin. So that's gin that's made in Vermont. Um, it is made with juniper and raw honey. So it is a, and it's aged in oak barrels. So it has mm. a really nice, um, darker golden color. It's definitely a unique gin. Yeah, definitely. So a bee's knees is usually with um, honey and lemon. So mm. <clears throat> we did that. The Bar Hill honey, lemon. I also put in some egg white for the frothiness, and mm. we sprinkled some bee pollen bee over pollen. the top for bee a little pollen. bit of extra fancy AF. All right. Yeah, yeah. That's what the potion master does. Fancy (laughs) AF. (laughs) That's right. Oz, yeah. 
Yeah, so okay. I saw bee pollen in the store, and I, I, I had to buy it. I mm. mean, it can't sit there. It has to go no. home with me, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's an Sweet. amazing cocktail. It's really nice. Um, Ooh. This is it, it. It is a gin unlike any other that I have ever tasted. Gin like yeah, any I'm not other a gin, gin person. No, but this is a nice, sweet, smooth. Mm-hmm. You know, it works well with the the lemon and the honey. Mm. And you can tell people that. Um, how do we get the bee pollen, guys? By creeping bees' butts. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, if you order this at the 724 Lounge, it's going to take me a while. i got to go all back, and i got to scrape the bees up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just I just send Kimber back to do that. Yeah. Let her do the dirty work. Dirty work. Kimber. Yeah. <laughs> she comes out with all these, like, hives. Yeah. <laughs> she got all these bee stings on her. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I got it! i got to go to the hospital now! Uh, she's so skinny, they could carry her away. We need to be careful. <laughs> oh, oh well let me tell you a little bit about this mad fiddler flake it is a combination of virginia katsuri perique and black cavendish it's part of the old ones series that cornelia deal put Ooh. out what do you guys think about the pairing here it is well the first of all the drink is very sweet and smooth mm-hmm. the Tobacco is incredibly smooth. Mm. Uh, a little bit of spice, some of that uh, dried fruit from the Virginias, but yep. the uh, the drink is definitely bringing out more of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it both are just fantastic together. I think that black Cavendish in there has this little bit of brown sugar kind of like quality to it, and the uh, honey in the drink just really kind of complements that. Yep. And the citrus is enough of a contrast with the the darker sweeter tastes of the of the tobacco specifically the the dark kind of fruity flavors you get from the virginias that are in here yeah. that it really just makes it pop yep. and then it makes the drink pop yep. it's just really really nice you cannot stop playing with your mic tonight yeah. no i like playing with my mic it's oh therapeutic mm. well i had to move it for kendra <coughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kendra. Thank you, Kendra. Thanks, you Kendra. are the potion master. Potion master. Potion master. Another another drink well made. I, yeah, the, this the is a very good pairing. She's what twenty for twenty now. Mm. <laughs> like she's she's undefeated. Mm. The bebot shavings make it. Yeah. <laughs> Sam has definitely come close, but she's. She holds the title. Yeah. She's she's not letting it go. Grand master. Do you guys get that dried fruit pairing through yes. the drink and the tobacco? Like mm. I get that straight across mm. from the drink. It's the nice dried fruit in there, um, and then in 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 the tobacco, it's the same way. It's you get that nice light spice, mm. and then that dry fruit in there, which is extremely pleasant. It's really nice. Yeah, you get the the sweet. And, tang and a little creaminess from the drink yeah. and then you go for the smoke and you get the sweetness uh, from the Virginias and then the little itty bitty spicy white mm-hmm. pepper and the retrohale and it's mm. awesome. It brings out more of the pepper in the retrohale. You think? Oh yes. Oh, the retrohale on this stuff is amazing. Oh god yeah. Because oh. I think what it's doing is it's, the drink is, is as smooth as it is it's it's helping your uh, sensories to open up mm-hmm. yeah. for that retrohale that just popped. 
very, mm. very good. Very nice. That is extru. Uh, that, is, that is exquisite. It's <laughs> extraordinary. But it is. Mm. But you know the you take too much of the drink and it mm. kind of almost dries your mouth out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like I know we're all supposed to be sipping it, but I usually yeah. don't. <laughs> That's correct. Yes. Um, Do you even know how to sip a drink? Yes, when I knows how. I do. I just <laughs> refuse to do so. Yeah. I think the only drinks that I do tend <laughs> well, to sip, sip are when you can gulp. Well, <laughs> when it's like something that like this, a cocktail, I usually kind of sip it pretty quickly. But most of the time, when I'm <laughs> when I'm drinking like heavier proof drinks, Booker's, one ten proofs, moonshine, stuff like that, I'll end up sipping it. Because I need to. Moonshine. For some reason, I just don't believe that. Yeah. And you shouldn't. Because <laughs> that's you shouldn't. A lot of the times, it's not true. Or I'll eat the fruit or something like that. I, I, I end up doing that a lot. So. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Dan, how would you classify this tobacco? Is this like a medium, medium full, fuller body? Mm, that's an excellent question. Because mm. uh, it's it's, it's, it, to me, it's, a, it, it's incredibly smooth. It's very smooth. To me, this is a nice medium-bodied yeah. tobacco. I don't think it's medium plus or, or full. Yeah. It's definitely got you know some some good you know strong flavor to it. Yeah. But um, you know the strength of the tobacco is, I'd say, medium at best. Yeah, I agree. You know, but medium-bodied for yeah. the most part. I definitely know. agree. It's probably very smooth. maybe a hair over medium. Yeah, but. I couldn't. I couldn't go as far as saying medium plus. No. No way. It's still exquisite. <coughs> it's still exquisite, and the flavors are are through and through. It's it's really, a really good smoke. Yeah. The the drink just makes this pop. It's it's really really good, really good. Um. So yes, one of the one of the things that you know I was thinking about you know coming up with our top 10 new things of cigars is you know what do we do with you know pipe tobacco do we do a top 10 list of that we could i suppose but you know this whole pipe tobacco thing that's gone on here at twins really has just been going on for not even a year yeah and it's really grown and ballooned into a uh a big thing. It's it's very popular here. It's uh, um, I think 2020 is going to be a great year for for stuff. But it's almost year like, of the pipe. It's almost like we, um, you know, other than myself, you know, you guys have just been really smoking what we've been smoking on the show, really. So I mean, how would we do our t- our top ten? And then. Um, we haven't brought in anywhere close to the top new stuff that's come out. Right. Uh, even though we have a really decent selection here at, at Twins, it's frankly it's one of the best in New England. Yeah. But you know, Cornell and Deal has four hundred something blends. You know. Uh, Let's GL- get smoking. GLPs has forty something blends. To yeah. There's you know, so we, much tobacco. Out we there. carry. We carry ten. You know, regularly in the store of GLPs, um, there's all sorts of stuff that that uh, is still out there to, to try. And um, now that um, 
uh, STG has brought back the um, the Dunhill blends that went out when mm-hmm. Dunhill got out of things under the their Peterson banner. All of those things could come back in, and and that that can all be new tobacco that we're having. So I didn't know how to do a top ten list of the best new pipe tobacco of, of 2020, just with where we're at. So I, I think what... I'm just going to throw it out there. All right, throw it out, Paul. Throw it. I'm, I'm going to go back to a year ago mm-hmm. when Dan wasn't here, and what we had in the pipe tobacco department was the Twins Blends, right, which are very popular, and we had some, you mentioned at Dunhill, mm-hmm. and a few others that were considered the premium. Fourth generation Correct. stuff, yeah. And then since Dan came on, Almost a year, well, what, March or April of last March, year? March, yep. Um, he single-handedly had upgraded tremendously the tobacco department, bringing in all this great stuff from Cornell and Deal and Seattle. And um, mm-hmm. so, and we've all been fortunate enough to be able to experience that yep. in our show and on our own time. So I think what we m- should do is maybe do a top 10 of maybe not new stuff, because like you say, there isn't. A tremendous amount of new stuff that came out last year that mm. we have but maybe what we need to do is do a top 10 of what we have brought in mm. in 2019 that's new to twins maybe we could do that well we could do uh, because how many how many shows are we in now we're 22 22 22 we're 22 so we can maybe choose out of the 22 uh, pipe tobaccos that we've smoked on the show Yep. we can do a top 10 of those because that's something that yep. we're familiar with. Yeah. And that's something that we smoked. And that's more than likely most of our viewers have smoked already as well. Mm. So that's something that we could do somewhere down the line in the next couple of shows or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Maybe, you know? maybe maybe episode 25. Maybe. For our 25th episode, we do... Uh, we do the top 10 new tobacco to twins that we have smoked on the show. So maybe we look back mm-hmm. over the 25 episodes Reflection. and pick our and pick our top 10. Correct. That we've done on the show. Yes. Mm-hmm. From the first 25. That would be a cool thing to do for the 25th episode. Yes. Yeah. That would be excellent. That would be very cool. But are we going to are we going to keep in stuff that's rare like the Carolina Red? You know? I think it should be any I mean, it okay, since the cigars were not were strictly uh not limited cigars or not one-off cigars we should maybe include everything that we brought in well i think the carolina red is the only one well carolina red is there sun bear too Mm -hmm. was is that part of their regular line or is that was that a limited edition that was was, was a small batch yes so that was a small batch so was sansa pro Mm -hmm. so wasn't speakeasy excuse me well, Speakeasy was a seller no, series. Speakeasy, Speakeasy seller. Speakeasy is a regular production. Plant. Okay, so you got what three that we can't do if we if we decided to leave those to, out, right? If we decided to just do what we've done on the show, yeah. Since we don't have, you know, since we'd be choosing from twenty five things, you know, we could do just what we've done on the show. Yeah, I think we should do that. Hmm. But you're right. I mean, if we if we include things like Carolina Red Flake, that if I'm making my top ten list, that's definitely on it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. If we're not Hallelujah. including that, you know, that's definitely going to change what would be in it's, my top. It's 10. still going to be on it. <laughs> mm. 
Well, we can give it an honorable mention, I guess. I think we should just do it all. Yeah, well, I why think not? we should. No. Let's do it all. Hmm. Well, there you go. Because it's not like they're not going to release it again. No, I, I, I have heard through the rumor mill rumor. that uh, that will happen again this summer. That's so let's do it. kind of unconfirmed, yeah. but uh, I have a feeling we're going to see Carolina Red again. Now, when you do these, you know, single batch things, though, um, is it going to be the same kind of thing that we've had in the past? I'm not sure, but. Uh, you put five and six year aged Virginias into a batch, you're gonna always have something really good. Oh yeah, yeah. So I have three tins of that stuff sitting in my little tobacco cabinet at home. Um, it, those and a tin of uh, Esoterica Dunbar are the first things I'm really trying to just age <laughs> and put away and forget about it. Mm. I'm literally trying to put them in the darkest part of the cabinet <laughs> so that I won't see them when I open it up. There you go. <laughs> you <know? laughs> I'm going to see if this works. It's in a <laughs> Covered perfect, by bags perfect and pipe place. fillers and cleaners. It's, it's cool. It's about 60, 65 where, where they are. It's dark. It's away from the light. Um, I have to get down on my knees to get into the thing, which is also good because going, getting down on my knees is not difficult. It's getting back up that, you know, it's like, you know, a, a spaceship trying to get out of the atmosphere of the earth. You know, there's, there's G's that have to be <laughs> absorbed. To you have to, back you up. have to break through the stratosphere. You have to break back through the, break away from gravity can be uh, mm. tough. Yeah, gravity Gravity is not good. Yes. Uh, we know this is a radio show, so I'll tell you that uh, Pastor Padron's physique is not built for flying. <laughs> or well, jumping. Only in an airplane. It's built for falling. It's, it's, it's built to stay low to the ground. Let's put it that way. He's got a, he's got a low center of gravity. He's a low rider. And that's not a bad thing. Yes, low rider. That's good. Yeah. But he's not. He's. You know what I mean. He's like a big Cadillac. He's not built for speed. He's built for comfort. Yeah. <laughs> In class. In class. Lots of he's class. Not built for speed. Built for comfort. Yes. I like that. I just, it's gonna have to be my tag. New hashtag. Some new picture that I post built for comfort. Hashtag. Built for comfort. Uh, what are you guys picking up on the on the tobacco here? And um, how is it changing as you're going down the bowl? Um, are, is the how are you enjoying the drink as it continues? Are you mm. still oh, thinking it's a good pairing? Like I don't know. Fantastic why. pairing. The the spice has definitely calmed down a bit though. Mm. How so? It's it's both in the <coughs> the normal exhale and on the retro. It, it's it's just calmed down a little bit, mm -hmm. um, picking up a little bit more. I think the drink is helping to pick up a little bit more of that dry fruit, but the spice is just toned down a little bit more mm. for me. Nick, what about you? Uh, I would have to piggyback on Paul there. It definitely is. The spice has definitely calmed down. Mm -hmm. uh, really nice and smooth. And the drink has brought out that dried fruit. Really nice sweetness in there. Um, and it's it's a fantastic pairing. Again, mm. like a, a kudos to the Potion Master. Mm. She's mm. fantastic. Absolutely. David, what are you picking up on the uh, tobacco here? Um... The Virginias are popping, been dried sweet fruit, mm. and the drink is really helping push that out. Um, 
the retro hail is definitely toned down a little bit mm -hmm. as far as uh, spiciness is concerned. Uh, it's an excellent pairing as well. You know, all hail, mm. the potion master. Uh, I have to agree with the, the toning down and kind of smoothing out of things at the halfway point here in the bowl. Um, Nick Bate may be a little further than the rest of us, but oh, yeah. he's, he's the master at uh, quick smoking. Oh, and Nick's on his second bowl. Yeah. Nick is no, the antithesis of the green egg. He is not a slow smoker. Negative. He's going to be known as Hammer Time. Hammer Time. <laughs> I was going to go into the whole thing, but I won't. Um, Hammer Time. Can't touch this. It, but it's very smooth. It's very rich. It's very earthy. You've got these really nice, deep, deep kind of stewed fruit notes from the Virginias to me. And the... Um, uh, I don't really... You know, pick up a lot of that Katsuri that's in here, but the the Black Cavendish really has that nice deep sweetness to it, and that's just sweetening the pot. And it just is such a great contrast with the lemon in this drink. Right. It's just because the drink is very sweet too. It's very rich and very sweet, but that bit of citrus from the lemon juice that's in there just plays so well with with the. Uh, black Cavendish in here. It's really, really nice. It brings out the Black Cavendish a little bit more. You can I think so. that nice, light, sweet mm. taste that you're getting in there. Nothing too over the top, but it's nice, light sweetness that kind of kind of bounces on you, on and off your tongue there. The egg white really is the creaminess that that brings to the drink is really really nice and it complements the the creaminess and, and silky smoothness of the uh, tobacco doesn't it yes Very and that's something so. else I, when it comes to drinks and alcohol and cocktails i i don't really know hardly anything at all mm. that's the best pc non you know cussing way i could say yeah. <laughs> you know i would never think to put egg whites in anything Maybe that's something right. if you're a bartender, you're like, oh, of course, there's so many drinks yeah. that have egg. Uh, so I'm, I'm pleading ignorance here, but I never would think, you know what this drink needs? It needs a little egg whipped white. egg white. Yeah. Let's get some and throw it in there. Yeah, let's froth it's, it up. It's really, really good. Yeah. Get my drink plus a little protein. I like mm, it. Nice. Oh, yeah. Mm. It's fantastic. It's, it's very good. Excellent. The knowledge that the ladies have upstairs, including Sam, the gentleman, mm -hmm. um, is outstanding. Can they never get these drinks anywhere else? Mm. So good. Mm -hmm. It is so good, this pairing. It is definitely in my top ten pairings. Really? That's another list that we could do sometime, is our favorite pairings. Oh, wow. Mm. That'd be tough. That'd be mm -hmm. tough. We had a lot of great pairings that uh, Kendra and Sam and Kimber have, and Lisa, have mm. prepared for us. We have almost, I think almost every pairing that we've had, we've had great reviews on it that we've gave to them. It was, Most of them, yeah. It's, mm. it's, that, that would be really tough for us mm. to sit down. We'd have to sit down and like for hours and be like, okay, like what are we, what are, what are we going to do here? Because it's it's almost like I said every the twenty one Glenfiddich twenty one this one, the last one the last one after that mm. was just a home run mm. every time and we are so privileged 
to be able we to do that. We are so spoiled. Yeah. We are. We are. You know what I mean? There's not a lot of people out there that, that are able, uh, other than the occupants that are sitting upstairs now, mm-hmm. um, that are able to sit down and be like, oh, well, I'm smoking this. Uh, can you pair this with a drink mm. and come back five minutes later and have something that's going to blow your mind? Yep. You know what I mean? So we, I'm, I'm extremely grateful for the ladies and the gentlemen upstairs right how many how many bartenders smoke pipes and cigars mm-hmm. you know yeah kendra got a pipe just because we were doing the podcast and wanted to be able to smoke what we were you know she had some of the mad fiddler here and um um it's it's awesome it's awesome that she's willing to do that and and to really have first-hand knowledge of the tastes and smells because it's one thing to smell it it's another thing to to t- have it on your palate and yeah. find out the finish um and you know we're we're very fortunate you know that the, the staff that we have is, is they're not just pretty faces they really know what they're doing and sam too he's a, yeah. he's a pretty face too well you can't really tell that beard really covers <laughs> most of his face <laughs> for a little Sam, you know. <clears throat> but yeah, Sam is Sam is awesome. He's a great fit here. He's a great, great hire. Absolutely, yep. totally, totally love Sam. He better never leave. <laughs> Not while we're doing this podcast, anyway. Yep, right. Yeah, he's a good thing. But if we did that, if we did our like a, an episode where we talked about our favorite pairings. I would definitely want at least Kendra, or maybe yeah. Kendra and Sam, like on the show, like for the show. Yeah, yeah. you know what you I mean. We have to. I, you know, so we'd have to, you know, we'd have to ha- schedule things so that that could happen. Yeah, it could. Oh yeah. But but um, I think that would be the best way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe when their busy season slows down a little bit, yeah, it'd be easier. We yeah. could have uh, we could have Sam for the cigar and Kendra for the pipe, mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. It you know, have a yeah. one long show with them on it. That'd mm-hmm. be great. That would be awesome. Um, what are our final thoughts here of Mad Fiddler Flake? I've been smoking Mad Fiddler for a while. And I was very excited to find out we were doing it for the show. Mm. Um, it is definitely a go-to. This is my second tin that I've been going through already. Mm. Um, I love it. It is a really good, solid, medium smoke. Um, it is in my daily rotation. I love it. I'm very happy with it. Yeah, it's just, it's just incredibly smooth. Uh, <coughs> smooth right from the start. Um, that spice in the beginning... And the retro hill was phenomenal. It calmed down a little bit, brought out a little bit more of the uh, the dried fruit. Um, but it again, just a very, very, very good medium tobacco. I love it. It's a great medium body smoke. Mm-hmm. Well rounded, well balanced. Especially with the drink, brings out a lot, a lot more flavor than you probably would mm-hmm. on its own. Mm-hmm. And it's. Just a great medium body afternoon smoke. Mm. A good week. I would say this would probably be a good weekend smoke because mm-hmm. it's something that you wouldn't want to try to rush through maybe in the morning or, you know, be, uh, I try to go a little heavier during mm-hmm. the nighttime before yep. bed or something like that. Mm-hmm. But this would be like a great Saturday afternoon sitting in your front porch, 
lighting it up, and just hanging out. Yeah. This is something you could probably smoke all day. Yeah. I'd it say is. This is an all-day smoke. Yeah. Definitely. It's, it's, it's got enough going on that I don't think you'd get bored. Yeah. Um, and if you're wanting something that's on the sweeter side of pipe tobaccos that is not aromatic, this really fits the bill. Yeah. The, the naturally sweet black Cavendish that they use is just really, really nice. So you get that touch of sweetness there, that deep brown sugary kind of sweetness, but it's not um, this syrupy, you know, added kind of thing. It's a, it's a very natural kind of, of sweetness that I get from that. And I think the sweetness from the black Cavendish um, really brings out the sweetness of the Virginia's which naturally have a lot of sugar in them. Yeah. And it just plays really well. And I am in total agreement with everybody about the drink. It's a great pairing with this. And mm. Kendra just did a fantastic job putting that together. Absolutely. Uh, I'm just so impressed. And then uh, garnishing it with bee pollen. Right. <laughs> Who th- I mean... Bee bum scrapings. What really... Where what where does she shop? Where you you find you oh, pro- oh oh look it's bee pollen I've got to get that for the bar you know <laughs> sweaters and boots and bee pollen you know, <laughs> you know where does she where do you, I've never seen that in the in the store it's right next to the egg whites it's right next to the egg whites it's probably at Whole Foods next to the ostrich ostrich eggs <laughs> yeah which probably. I which I bought one and it's it's amazing it's huge did you make an omelet. I did. Well, not at all. I scrambled eggs, man. I love scrambled I eggs. I love scrambled eggs, too. Was it a little paprika? It was a 5.56. It was a 5.56. Five, 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 <laughs> NATO round. Green tip. Instead of a 5.52. Five, five, yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, there you have it. You've been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at notjustblowingsmoke. Thanks for listening, everybody, and that is Not Just Blowing Smoke. Not Just Blowing Smoke.